Hey y'all, I'm Bianca. And I'm Shawnee, and you're listening to Mindful BS. A weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS. The major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey girl. Hey Shawnee. How are you? I'm amazing. Wait. What? Don't say anything yet. Okay. Okay. Well, let me tell y'all about my week first. Okay. So my week sucked butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell I us mean, how you really I'm feel. just saying, my baby was sick. Work schedule was a little bit all over the place. I had a few different um, obligations or, you know, events or whatever you want to call them that I needed to attend. Um nice. And on top of all of that, if you're a mom and you know when you have a babysitter confirmed, you think everything is good. And then out of nowhere, no more babysitter. Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah. So the it was a rough worst. weekend. But it does not matter. Because despite my crappy personal weekend, my friend life weekend was lit. It was lit. <laughs> It was Bianca's birthday, you guys. Yes, it was the happiest of birthdays that I've ever had in my entire 28 years of life. I am 28 years old. Why? Yay. How? I don't know how we got here, but here we are. Another year. But Beautiful. to be honest, 28 has been amazing. Amazing. Like, like the way, amazing. You guys, the way she brought in her 28th birthday, like. Yeah. Do you want to share? Sure. So, it was my birthday, and um, this birthday, I knew it was already going to be special because I had planned to do something major to walk into 28 on a major accomplishment, and that accomplishment was... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I wrote a book. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So I wrote a poetry book. Um, it's called Dear Daughter. It's available on Amazon right now. And you can Wait. get the Yes. You can get everything, but you guys, I want you to hear. Go go buy the book now if you want to, but stay tuned because we're gonna talk more about the book later. Yes. I don't want you to give everything away because we are gonna talk about it later. Okay. Well, that releasing that project for me was amazing because it was something that I was scared about I was nervous I felt vulnerable letting people know that about like that side of me and to be able to do it and release it and have it be so well received and to feel the love that I felt and the support oh my god it was amazing like I have never felt this amount of happiness in my life this is pure joy like this entire the past few days has literally felt just surreal so cloud nine ish right yeah like, it literally has felt like this is not even real like i keep waking up like oh my god i really did this this is really happening yeah. like and just feeling so at peace with myself it's just been great like it's, it's great oh and i don't know i just i feel like this and that's why i wanted to say like Despite how bad like my week was, literally being there as a friend, knowing that this is something that you had talked about and were yes. working toward, and like you know set these goals and set these intentions on, and just really saying like this is what I see happening on yes. my twenty eighth birthday, and for you to really see it all the way through and like 
it happening. And like, that was the best I'm part. I'm so proud of you. Literally, the best part was literally planting the seed and watering it and watching it grow and become my dream. Like, that was the best feeling ever. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, girl. Okay, we're going to come back to that. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into our pop culture section. Bring it on. All right. So this week in pop culture, our pop culture section is all about black excellence. We are highlighting things that people are doing for our community. And we just want to give the credit where credit is due. So our first highlight, shout out of something great that happened this week is Jay-Z and Meek Mill announcing their new criminal justice reform program. Really? Yeah. So they're um, creating an organization called Reform Alliance. Their goal is to advance criminal justice reform and eliminate outdated laws that perpetuate and injustice us, as you know. McMill had his own personal experience with the injustice system. Yeah. And there are plenty of many of other cases like that and even worse. And to see a program where they are looking in to investigate and make sure people are getting these fair trials and we aren't just being targeted like it feels like it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the statistics on just incarceration rates, like between just African-Americans and white people alone are like staggering yes like for the same charges sometimes an african-american an african-american is six times more likely to be like arrested or charged for a similar offense that like his or her white counterpart would have done six times more likely correct and then those charges go on to negatively impact their lives for the longer part because even if they get convicted they have those charges on their background then they're less likely to get certain job opportunities which then ultimately makes people choose a life of crime which ultimately puts them back in the system and it's just a cycle and i'm so glad that you know, they're taking their platform and their resources to be able to help change that. Yeah. And I mean, the fact of the matter is it's, it's kind of twisted. And I'm so glad that they're doing that because a lot of these laws are set, kept in place to keep certain, certain. types of people yes. in prisons. And it's a business. It's they a make, business. They're, they're making money off it. of this. Yeah. They've they invested... Spend- yeah. They spend so much money on it. They spend more money on prison. Three times as much money. Than education. Yeah. Yep. So. So we're, think about where we're investing our money. We're saying like we want to see a, a different future, yes. but we're not nurturing the children that we're supposed to be passing this place onto. Correct. But that's because, the, you know, people that can afford Private education. Yes. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll definitely have to do an episode. But I'm so happy to hear that. Like, I really hope. So they just announced it. Like, how long? Last week. So then it's their program, but they have a lot of different investors, and all the investors have pledged to um, donate $50 million to launch the organization. So. And these are going to be, are these going to be like. Just the research and um, I'm not sure exa- exactly what all of the what all of the contains, but I'm just here for the whole idea concept of it yeah, in the first place for sure. Okay, which brings us to our next act of excellence, which was Kevin Durant, who opened the Durant Center, which is geared towards helping low income and under. under 
underdeserved students enroll and graduate from college. Wow. That's great. That's amazing. So basically with his, he's he wants to provide financial, not just financial, but also emotional resources to help people with college and career development. That's amazing. That's amazing, right? That's amazing. A lot of times it kind of sucks because we've talked about this before, like going through school and then getting out, but having student loan debt and yes. that's that's majority that's of majority the country of yeah you know what i mean like literally going through and getting the extra education so you can so compete you can for jobs pro- and provide the life or live the life that you envision for yourself yeah so to take off some of that financial and then college in itself is stressful yeah so once you are there you still need resources to keep you grounded keep you mentally stable college is a stressful situation it really is it's an adjustment it's a change and to know that he's offering resources financial for not just the financial stress but the emotional emotion. stress that comes yeah. behind it too that means he's thinking about the mental health of our young black community and i am here for it yeah no that's amazing yes yes i really hope that does well me too takes off um do they have any did he just announce it, or has it like already been in motion? It's another thing that he's just opening up, okay. announcing about the center that yeah. he's creating. That's amazing. Yes. Well, if you are someone who's listening to this and you have any, you know, you do any investment, investing and things like that, like invest your dollars into the things that you want to see, like the improvements that you yeah. want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these are great things to invest in if they're looking for investors. Exactly. You know what I mean? And another thing, just because we're talking about the topic of education, I just want to note that, again, if you're a listener, then you know that me and Shiny are from Cleveland. So the Cleveland schools actually just announced a program that they're in partnership with where they are offering free college tuition to all the Cleveland School of Graduates starting this year. Really? Yes. Uh, they're working with a program called Say Yes to Education, and they've already raised 70% of the $125 million that they plan to raise to wow. send the kids to college. Yes. Wow. So the parents are still responsible for like the personal expenses, um, but whatever is left over after they apply for federal aid, the program will cover cover that no that's amazing yes that's amazing and those are the kind of reforms and initiatives that i'm i'm trying to see because that directly impacts our community that gives our young little brown sisters and brothers who are trying to figure out how they're gonna pay for college that gives them that takes away another stress for them and their families opportunity to actually focus on you know like what they're there for instead of having to focus on that and a million other yes. you know what I mean because like, a lot of times our kids go to school and the, we still have to we can't afford college out of pocket we taking out student loans we getting financial aid but we still gotta work to cover whatever that's not so instead of like taking just being able to go to school and take classes school. and focus on work you going to school but you also gotta work and then you gotta try to find sleep and Still trying to be a teen, you a young adult, so be you still trying to find different. balance and be involved in things. Because, you know, all of that stuff looks good when you graduate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's yeah. great. I'm I'm so here for that. I'm loving that. Yeah, I know, right? Loving it. Yes, yes, yes. And then, lastly, 
black girl magic. Mm. You know, a lot of black girl magic wanted to talk about Kamala Harris. Yes. And making her announcement for running for president 2020. 2020, yes. So Kamala Harris made an announcement. What day was that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I just remember like literally being up and then like seeing the news and it's like she announced it live on one of the morning shows. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Of course, like we said, we're always here for Black Girl Magic. Now, yes. you know, politics is a little different now. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we love, you know, we love that she's running, but we still are going to take the time to do our research and, you know, make sure our bodies are aligned and get behind our personal candidacy yeah. when it's time. Yeah. However, we are still here for the fact that there's a woman, black woman, stepping up and ready to take on that responsibility. Yeah, because regardless, we like like Bianca said, we know politics get dirty. Yeah. So we're going to, you know, see what continues to come out, find out what she's about. But I think this is great for representation. I a agree. lot of times, sometimes people just need to see someone yes. else. You know what I mean? To know that, okay, wait. I can visualize like this I is possible. This. Yeah. Yes. So I do think it's great for just representation alone. I and agree. I'm excited to see. I hope she's like legit. Me too. You know, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and I'm actually just interested in seeing who's all going to run for presidency 2020 anyway. So I am too. Yeah. I just, I mean, at this point, like, I mean, at this point, we all know what we are. I feel like us and the whole country are on the same page. Anybody like, but Trump. <laughs> but however we still want to you know see what's, what our options are yeah but um, speaking of you know amazing women of color making big announcements we already said you know Bianca you guys on her birthday she announced her very first poetry book yes I did called Dear Daughter as we talked about earlier and we decided because so many people, like the amount of just support and love. Oh my love, God, it has literally been overwhelming. Like, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. It has been through <laughs> the roof, you guys. Like people just sending her messages, you know, like kind words, asking questions. So we wanted to take this week's Meeting of the Mind segment yes. and talk about the book, um, you know, and just... Get behind, you know, the why, what mm-hmm. the process was like, all that good stuff. Just to give you guys some insight for those of you who are reading the book. And I know yes. you've already been receiving all types of like yes. messages. So much and- positive reviews, so much good feedback. Oh, my God. I posted one today because it was so beautiful. She was telling me that she read some of my poems to get some self-esteem before she went to go try on her wedding that dress. That is beautiful. And Shani, I literally teared up. Like, that is beautiful. Because that is one of the reasons why I created this book in the first place. Yeah. So to hear that, it just made me feel amazing. That's amazing. Yes. So let's start with the process. Like, no, what inspired you? Like, okay. What inspired you to write the book? I feel like I was inspired by several things. So I've always been a person who write. I write to heal. Um, it's always been very therapeutic for me. I and walk around with a journal in my purse. If you come over to my house, I have like notebooks she everywhere. She will have notebooks everywhere. Like, now I that write, is real. That's I write real. down everything. So for me, writing has been a major aspect of my life. But it was never something that I really share with other people. 
I don't know why I just felt like it was personal to me and I'm not one of those I'm very open with like the people in my life so I'm not sure why I've never like really openly shared my poetry with him but I didn't until I went through the experience with the divorce. Mm-hmm. So I have been writing over the years, but not really because um, usually when I write, it's inspired by something that has happened to me. So after the divorce, I just feel like I was in a very, very broken, dark place. And it was weird because everyone around me were like, oh, you're so strong. Um, you wouldn't even believe right. like that you were going through that. Da, da, da. And uh, yeah, I looked strong on the outside, but I was right. not strong on the inside. But I didn't want to admit that to anybody because yeah. I'm like, no, girl, you assemble, like be strong. But at night I was a wreck. So I had to figure out how I was going to cope with that pain because I mean, I knew that it was something that was going to impact me for a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I started writing again. And then when I started writing again, I realized that as I was writing, I was like literally rediscovering like who I am. It was literally a tool. Like it was making me realize like what was important to me, what I was valuing, what was literally helping me rise from the dark place. Right. So then... As I was writing, I noticed that uh, the the things that were inspiring me were my friends. Like, my friends were there, and they made me realize the importance of, like, a tribe, of a village, how important it is to have people pour positive energy into you. Yeah. And then I also realized how proud I was of, like, my culture and who I was as a black woman, how special that was to me, even... And the time period that we live in, even how the climate of being a black person in America is not the greatest. I've still never felt like I wanted to be anything else but a strong black woman. So I start writing themes about that. Then as far as just like sometimes I just needed like the extra pick me up. Like sometimes... You know, you try to go into every day like, you know, I'm great. I'm going to do great. I'm going to feel great. But you're not always going to feel like that. We all have our days, right? Yeah. And then I'm not always going to feel like I look great. or I'm not always going to feel like I'm deserving of everything that I need. And sometimes you just need those reminders. Yeah. So then I had to start writing those poems that made me feel like, girl, what are you doing? You are magical. You are beautiful. You are smart. You are everything. So that's where I had, like, the motivational section of the book. And then the love section. I mean, obviously, I love love. I love the idea of love. I loved being in love. And when I was in love, it was the most beautiful thing to me. So, mm-hmm. obviously, that's an important part of, you know, our everyday life. Yeah. But I didn't want it to be the focus because, ultimately, I didn't want to write, like, just a whole bunch of oaths to someone else because someone else is not responsible for how I love now like my love comes from a place of pure loving me knowing my worth being deserving yeah so there's the love section of my poems are basically like it just shows my journey from being broken to growing to admiring love but also to make sure that the love is deserving yeah 
So as I was writing these poems, I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is the things that I would love Bree to know. I'm like, I want her to make sure that she is a strong woman who is confident, who knows the importance of having a friendship, who knows the value of herself when it comes to love, who knows how to pick herself up on a dark day and who is proud of who she is. Yeah. And then from that, that's how I got the title Dear Daughter. But then I was like, this is actually, as I started compelling like compiling the poems, putting the book together, really creating a direction for it. I felt like this was more than just about me and my daughter. Like this is about every woman, everybody's daughter. Like I want to make everybody feel like you are worthy. I want everybody to be aware of, you don't have to settle for anything. I want every woman to just feel like I am beautiful. I am smart. I am worthy of everything that I deserve and I just wanted to create something that you could pick up it's not gonna take you a long time to read no matter what you feel like you had a rough day at work you felt like corporate America was against you there's a poem in there about that to get you through you're feeling like you're in a dark place you want to be lifted up there's a poem about that yeah and I think I think you brought out a good point because What's so beautiful about the book is that you really took your own personal experiences and you allowed yourself to be vulnerable. Yes. Because that's the, that's the beauty of it. Because a lot of times we do have those same thoughts or experiences. Yes. And we talked about this before on the podcast. Yes. It's kind of like, a, am I the only person going through this? Because it's the, it's the stuff that people don't want to say a lot. Like, yes. no one wants to admit that sometimes maybe they don't have the self-worth that they yes. know they're supposed to have or yeah. that... You know, they are insecure about their dark skin and need to be reminded, like, no, your skin is beautiful. Yes, yes. You know, it's like people don't necessarily want to tell people, like, hey, I'm struggling with that. But to read a poem of someone else struggling with the same thing and reminding you, like. Reminding you. Yeah, like, hey, no. Yeah. You're beautiful. You are worthy. Like, Like, you are, like, no matter what, no matter who you are, you possess something Something in you is amazing. Something in you is beautiful. And you need to always be reminded of that. Yeah. And another thing that was important for me was to create something that just resonated with all ages. Like, you can read this poem to your baby daughter, pouring the love into her at an early age. These are reminders that you can give to your toddler girl as she, you know, when you're in school and you're going through, everything looks different. Like, I mean, when you were a kid... And somebody makes fun of you for being dark skinned, you're not really understanding, like, why? Because that's just like, oh, my skin that's must hard. be bad. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's a poem in there that lets you know, to remind little girls, like, no, your dark skin is beautiful. And then for the everyday woman, there's tons of just little reminders, mantras, everything that you need. I promise, like, I just feel like no matter what, you're feeling like you'll find something that resonates with you in the book so once you had the idea and it and you knew you wanted to put the book out yes like where did like how do you even start like where do you begin (laughs) okay so I told you guys that I was a corporate trainer and I was doing a new hire class and one of my new hires uh we play an icebreaker game and she was Telling, we asked them to tell facts about themselves, 
and she had said that she had wrote a book and I was like you wrote a book and I was like amazed mm-hmm. like what girl where is she like yes yeah, on Amazon and I'm like how and she's like oh they have a publishing company like it's really simple like da, da, da. I'll send you the information and I'm like okay so when she sent me the information and I like looked at the self-publishing process and I realized like how seamless it was that's when I knew for a fact like oh yeah I'm definitely gonna do that that's when I really started like concentrating and mapping out how I wanted it to look and just really deciding like okay no I can do this Mm -hmm. so that's what that was so once I uh, googled the process that she told me read more about Amazon self-publishing then I started setting target goals for myself. So I already had some poems because, like I said, a lot of them have to be inspired by something that happened or an incident or something like that. So I had already had a couple of the poems, like, together. But when I had decided, like, okay, I'm going to have these sections and I want this kind of feel, I still had to, like, write more. So obviously as a creator, it's like, You can't force yourself to create. Like, Mm -hmm. you either have to be inspired or it just has to come naturally. So, sometimes I would, like, just be at work and then, like, it'll come, something will come to me. And I'll have to write it down. Like I said, you guys, I literally carry notebooks everywhere. So, I'll just be at work and something will come to me. Or sometimes I would be sleeping. Then, in the middle of the night, I'd roll over and, like, a line would come to my head. Oh, my gosh. I'd get up and start writing it down because, obviously, I got a notebook by my bed, like... It would just be anywhere, like, or a situation would happen. One of the one of the poems I wrote for my best friend on her birthday in the friendship section. So I was obviously inspired yeah. by that. So I was just inspired by a lot of different situations. And then it was down to narrowing, like, which, which ones, ones yeah. which ones were worthy, which one did I feel were good enough, which ones really, like, I feel will impact people yeah so I set myself a November deadline and as <laughs> November was approaching it was getting kind of tight y'all I'm not even gonna lie because I I knew that I wanted to release the birthday the book on my birthday so I felt like I needed to be done by November to just like proofread copy you know right just make sure everything it was something I would be proud to put out yeah but yeah as November was approaching it was looking kind of slow oh my gosh <laughs> The funny part is obviously like as a friend we we knew yeah about the book so it's like your friend is freaking out but you're always trying to remind her like no you got this you can do right. it I mean literally so then when I finally finally just had to talk with myself like you know you can do this and I finally solidified the work that I wanted to go in the book I released it so it's really been out since November, but I still just wanted to roll it out. I released it in November. It was like published it and was available. Published and available, but you didn't. And I only told a select few people about it, just because I did want some real feedback. But I just, <laughs> um, I wanted feedback, but I just what I still wanted. She the wanted to ease out. her way into yeah, it. Yeah, I really y'all. was because honestly, I was like I said, I was nervous. You know, it's very vulnerable to share things like that. So I did kind of just want to easily roll it out, and which I did. So obviously my friends knew, um, some close associates, you know, just sprinkled it out a little place, a little places. And people were really like telling me it was good, which really it was so weird because 
I really was like, is it really good or are y'all just saying it's good? You know, like, and I still feel that way today. Like, well, is it really good or y'all just saying it's good because y'all like me? Like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't think like that. But I feel like the beauty about poetry, which I feel like is the reason why you like it, I like it, is that it gives you the ability to express how you feel yes. but that is also open to, to interpretation. interpretation you know yes. what I mean so like I don't know there's a million and one different ways or a million and one different meanings yeah that could come from one single poem you know what I mean but when I say is it good I don't mean like did I write it good I mean like does it impact you does it make you feel good is it doing what I wrote it to do. I mean, clearly, all the people, like, sending you, like, messages saying they love it, when they read it, how it makes them feel, like, stop doubting your, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'm not doubting myself. I'm very proud of myself. I'm just, but you know how I am. I'm very critical of myself, so. But that's also the beauty of this, though. I know. It's like, and I think that's why it's so important that, we do support each other when we find our passions. Yes. That's why, like, I told you one of my things this year is, like, supporting more, like, women-owned and black-owned businesses. Because yes. I think it's great when someone finds their passion. It's very hard to work in your passion and continue to grow and get better and, like, do bigger things and have a greater impact. Yes. If people, like, like your work, but they aren't supporting you. Does yeah. that make sense? No, I totally agree. Like, sometimes agree. you literally need the support for you to keep continuing to pour into your craft. Yes. And pour into other people, if that yeah. makes sense. Correct. So, yeah, so. And I'm one of those per- people that really love pouring into people. Like, yeah. I really love making you feel how I see you. Because a lot of times we don't see ourselves like other people see us. So we doubt ourselves and we're hard on ourselves and we don't feel like we're capable of things. But just because you don't see that in you doesn't mean somebody else doesn't see right. that in you. And I pride myself on being able to see that in people and to express to them, hey, I see you. This is, you're doing amazing. Keep it up. So that's what I wanted this poetry book to do. When I'm not there pour into you because ultimately I just want this to be something that somebody can take and no matter what they're going through and love it like this is a resource we all can't afford therapy y'all <laughs> yeah therapy is beautiful don't get me wrong and I love it but sometimes if you can't afford it or or if you just need to be one with yourself I just feel like this book is something that you can take to bring you up when you feeling really down and that's all I want. I want to make all my girls feel beautiful. Home girls, this is for y'all. Like, I want y'all to feel beautiful. I want y'all to feel entitled. I want y'all to feel queen-like. We are queens. <laughs> I always want y'all to walk with y'all heads held high. Like, I want this to be something that you use to put your put-together bitch card on. Okay? Oh, my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> like, I want you to be like, yep. And when you feeling down, you can use it to pitch yourself back up. And when you want to make somebody else feel like they're bomb too, use it. Like, I just want this book to be a vessel of love, empowerment, and strength. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, now that we know a little bit more like of what the book means to you, how you're inspired by it. 
yes. what the process was like getting it out. Like, can we talk about these bomb pictures that you were posting <laughs> all weekend? Like, <laughs> what okay. was that like? Brie, her hair was straightened. Yeah, oh my God. Yes. I got to know about that. Like, okay, so obviously, if you look at the design of the book, there's flowers on it. So I was kind of trying to give like a garden type growth theme going on. So we were originally supposed to wear flower crowns, but Brie at the photo shoot was like, uh-uh, Ma, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> and actually she was right. So shout out to Brie for being very observant at such a young age because we didn't wear them. But our pictures were actually taken by Sherlyn Bell. Um, she is a photographer, has her own photography business, S. Markel Photography. We will share the details of that so you can follow her on Instagram and Facebook later. But she took the pictures. So, like, what was the process? Not, like, the details of that part, but, like... How were you feeling through all of that? Like, okay, taking so, Brie to get her hair done, her hair straightened for the her first time at a hair salon. First off, that's a parenting moment. I know it was, y'all. I was so I kind of talked about it on the episode where I said that I let her get her hair straightened, but it was definitely a moment for me. Um, all of that because I did it right before the book was supposed to release. So I feel like that was like the final chapter before I was like, Oh God, like Mm -hmm. this is happening. Like this is about to go down. They turned out so beautiful. Like I was not expecting them to be that gorgeous. Like my home girl is an amazing photographer, but boo, I was like, wow, (laughs) this is art. So yeah, those pictures were beautiful, but they just, symbolize the closing of okay like it's happening yeah yeah and then like what was it like i don't know like getting your first book bag for like the proof because i'm sure they sent you like a book before amazing so when they sent me the proof i was just like wow like i really wrote a book i had a moment of wow i can't believe like I did this. And then you get your photos back. And, and then, then it's I, like. Yeah. And then it's like, wow. It's happening. It's happening. And then to actually release it. The moment that I pressed send to the internet, I was just <laughs> like, oh, snaps. Like, all right. Like, you it's did it. There. You're exposing yourself to the world. You're letting them in. Like, it's happening. I was so nervous. But afterwards, I felt so good. Like. After it was done, like, okay, y'all, the anticipation that day, it was my birthday. But honestly, I was looking way more forward to releasing the book you guys, than my actual she birthday. She was so annoying. <laughs> she was so annoying the night leading into her birthday. So the night leading into my birthday, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm so nervous. I'm scared. I'm calling all my friends. They're like, but what are you? Like, I understand why you would be excited. I understand why you would be nervous. But what are you scared for? Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, you know, I just I just want it to be well received. And like, obviously you want support, but I didn't write the book for like support, you know, like yeah. I wrote it to be support for other people. You wanted it to resonate, with, you know what I mean? Yeah. To help people. If but needed. to just see how many people were supporting me. Oh, my God. That just made me feel like. I wanted to cry. I was literally crying. I was 
was literally crying for hours on my birthday. To and I just joy. love how like that word keeps coming up because I feel like that's something that we don't do enough of. What? Just like in the black community, in the female community, yes. it's like support, support each, each other. other. Yes. You know, even if it's literally just leaving a comment saying like, I'm proud of you. Keep yes. it up. Like those words of encouragement go so far yes. or just you know what I mean acknowledging that you hey I see you yes, like keep working. going like try it like that means a lot so that's one thing I, I definitely love about the book because it's it is supporting yes and you know words of affirmation is my love language so to hear so <laughs> many I am like I feel my heart is bursting like literally I'm overflowing with literally love right now love right now <laughs> literally and I'm so grateful and I think that's another thing that I want to express. It's just my pure gratitude because even the people who took their time to just tell me congratulations or give me a review, like you don't have to do that. Like mm-hmm. people don't have to go out their way to make me feel good about something that I did. But just that people want to, that just makes me feel like I'm so forever appreciative and so grateful for that. Yeah. No. So what's next? Is there anything you want to share? Have you, are you still just kind of taking in this moment and like living in this or, but I know you because I feel like you probably have something already. I do. So there is a next. Okay. I am trying to take the time to embrace this and just bask in this, but y'all know me. I can't be still. Mm. So I do have another project in mind. Okay. I guess we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see for that. So, question, not sure if you're going to be willing to do this, but just as a treat to our listeners who maybe don't have the book yet, would you be open to reading one Mm -hmm. poem? (laughs) Just kidding. Of course I would. Okay. Especially, you know, my little homegirls. Y'all know I want to leave you alone. Yeah. Okay. So I think the poem that I am going to read is called At One Point because I just feel like it's just very reflective of the journey. So, at one point, I felt broken. I felt shattered. I felt weak. I felt like I was no longer me. I was meek. I was abandoned and I was being reprimanded about issues I had no idea existed. I hadn't spoken. I couldn't breathe. I was alone but I persisted. At one point, I felt lost, no direction, no clear path. I felt like I was suffering, just living in my aftermath. I had questions. I need answers. I need guidance. I need solace, and I don't know where to find it. I am praying. I am meditating. I am asking God to align it. At one point, I started seeking, doing some real soul searching, I had to deeply explore what was aching and what was hurting. I had to start my journey in a hurry. I had to find me. I was starting to worry. At one point, I finally saw me, saw the me that no one else could see. I saw the me that I aspired to me, the me he didn't see. She was beautiful, and she was smart, and she was witty. She loved art. She was comfortable with her essence. She had figured out her presence. She had grown to new heights. She, like a phoenix, had taken flight. At one point, I discovered her. I picked up all the pieces. 
I had healed. I had evolved. I had determined the cause of it all. I had realized I would overcome no matter how deep the fall. I had flourished and I had learned and I had conquered all those feelings. I was living. I was happy. I was healthy. I was breathing. I had found her. I had became her. It was her that I was receiving. At one point, I felt broken. I felt shattered. I felt weak. At this point, I am thriving. I am me. I am unique. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hope you guys liked it. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. And I feel like it's just such a accurate reflection of, like, your journey. It you know is. what I mean? Like, you were really vulnerable and sharing, like, how you felt at different stages and, like, you know, the growth that it took for you to to discover yes, this yeah this whole process has just really helped me really define me yeah and i am so grateful for that yeah yes that's definitely one of my favorite poems and i would have to say the other one i really really like i believe it's self word yeah yeah that's another one of my favorite ones too that one it's really good it was inspired um by just Watching women experience dealing with things that they don't deserve. Yeah. And I just feel like women need to be reminded of how worthy they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that was that was one of my favorite ones, too, because I feel like as women, that's another thing that we don't necessarily talk about with our friends or with anyone else. But yes. that at one point or another, we all kind of have to check ourselves like, you know, am I? Holding myself accountable. accountable yeah. am, am I, you know, getting all that I deserve or am I settling? Am I settling? Because, you know, a lot of times I feel like different situations we do tend to we do. settle, whether it's in a job or whatever. In anything. Yeah, and relationships, yep. all type of things like that. So, yes. Yes. Aww. I know. This Thank is you so, so crazy. Much. So if you have not gotten the book yet, yes. please, can you share with them? Where they can find it at, your platforms. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't got the book yet, you can get it on Amazon. It's available in a paperback copy and the Kindle version. Um, the title of the book is called Dear Daughter. It's by me, Bianca Brooks. Uh, you could just search it in your Amazon search engine. But also, if you follow me on social media, my social media page is uh, xolove underscore bink. Um, you can get the link directly from there. Also, my Facebook, my Twitter handle is also XLLove underscore Bink as well. Yes. If you follow the Mindful BS page, the links to both of me and Shiny's profiles are in there. Anyway. And I will also include all of this information in the description. Yes. Of today's episode. Yes. So, um... All of that information is there. So if you're interested in supporting me or just getting a copy of the book just to for what it's intended to do, to lift you up and pick you up when you're down, that's where you can find it. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I, I have a feeling we're probably going to hear more about your process with the book and like yeah. you know what I mean just different questions that people may have if you guys have questions uh for Bianca feel free to send those in yeah who knows um, we may read you know we may read some of those on future shows sure um, um I have no problem with answering any questions or offering any advice that may help you guys so just 
reach out to me if necessary or if you want more information. Yeah. Um, and also, kind of moving along to self-care share. Yes. Want to do a remix this week yes. to stay within the theme of this show, which is, you know, people doing things, making an impact, giving back to the community, just doing great things, you know, working in their passion and just showing some love and support. Yes. Now, you did mention earlier. Yes. Uh, my photographer for the release of my pictures, like I said, her name is Sherlyn Bell, but she works under S. Markel Photography. They have a Facebook and an Instagram page um i'm gonna post it shiny's gonna post it in the self-share but on instagram at smarkel photography um you can look her up her work is great um she's actually one of my moms (laughs) yes but that's not making me biased for the fact that the pictures are actually great yeah the next person we wanted to highlight is my makeup artist her name is brianna um she, I think her Instagram tag is Brianna Elise. I will clarify that later. Like I said, Shania at all yeah. of the information, but her name is Brianna. She did an amazing job on my face. Thank you, girl. Yeah, the makeup was really cute. Yeah, and um, I will definitely be sending people your way because it was bomb. Okay. Um, the next person that I wanted to shout out was her name. She goes by Mackie. She is the one who straightened Bria's hair for the first time. She is a kid's hairstylist. She does toddler's hair. Okay. And we shared the story about how that morning went. We did that on a podcast before, right? So you guys know I ended up being at the salon with Bria for a period of time. And of course, like me and Mackie were talking and she's amazing. Like she loves children. Like, she genuinely loves kids. She did so great. Like, from the time we walked in, she had Brie comfortable and just ready. Like, I've never seen, you know what I mean? Like, a child that calm getting their hair done. But I really believe it was largely in part to her just understanding children. Like, she actually, she also works in, like, the education area with kids, too. So, like... Clearly, she's amazing. She is. is what I'm basically saying. Correct. <laughs> so shout out to those three ladies for helping make essentially my dreams come true because you guys helped. <laughs> with a large part. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys. We want to highlight you guys. And if you need your pictures taken, your hair done, or your face beat. These are all great these ladies. These are all great options to contact. All great ladies. Um, women of color. Just yes. trying to... You know, working their passion. Correct. And excelling because yeah. all the work is great. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. So that's this week's self-care share. We wanted to prop out a few um, just businesses. Mm-hmm. So feel free to check them out. You know, let them know we sent you. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So I guess I'm just going to finish out with my quote of the day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now our quotes are coming from like an actual... Wait, is this a, a Bianca original? No, this is actually not a Bianca original. Because now when like, you do Bianca originals, low-key, that's like... I know. I you're know. like an author now, I so... Know. No, this, I mean, I'm just saying. 
Well, this week isn't a Bianca original, but it is very applicable to what we are talking about because okay. it's my favorite quote, which is, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. I love that. And obviously, I've already decided a long time ago that the person that I would like to be is an inspiring individual, someone who uses their gifts and talents to reach other people to make them feel gifted and talented. Yeah. And that's what I want my destiny to be. Yeah. So this book is just a part of many projects that I plan on implementing to make sure that I am being a person in this world, helping making other people feel better. I think that's so amazing because when you have people who, you know what I mean, they do have, they, they are able to reach yes. a mass of people, yes. but they aren't like paying it forward in a sense it's kind of like dang you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i think that's amazing because that's one thing you want to do with the book that's one thing we want to do with the podcast podcast. like continue to be a voice for uplifting for giving for helping for making people receive the positive messages that they need to hear Mm -hmm. yes yeah Supporting each other. Supporting each other, helping each other grow. Yeah. Constantly being on journeys for evolution. Just making sure that we are elevated as a community. And yeah. I think that's what's so important to me. Like I can be great and that's great, but I don't want to be great by myself. Like yeah. I want all of us to be great. My sisters, my friends, my cousins, like the women of the world, your sisters, your daughters, yeah. anybody that's important to you. And not even just women. I know the the focus seems like it's just women empowerment, which it is. But just us as a whole. Yeah. Like, I want all of us to feel that way. Young black men, I know y'all don't got... This it seems like this book is not for you, but I'm I'm sure there's messages in there to help. Even if you look at it from a point of view of I need to be pouring these kind of things into my daughter. Yeah, I need to be pouring these yeah. kind of things into my woman. I need to be pouring these kind of things into my sister. I still want you guys to feel included. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. Congratulations again. Thank you. I'm so excited. And I can't wait to see what's next. I know. I'm so excited. What am I talking about? I already know. (laughs) You irritating. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Faking for the podcast. You know what's next. But y'all, thanks again. I just want to say, I just want to take this opportunity to thank everybody for all of the love and support. Whether you just told me happy birthday or congratulating me on the book, whether you sent me a text a message just like the post about the book release thank you i from the bottom of my heart am forever appreciative and grateful of you guys oh thank you guys for listening um again pretty much all the information that we share will be in the description who that's gonna be a long description um I'll make sure all the links are in there and we'll post everything again. As always, do not forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Um, Let us know what you think. You can always send us questions, comments, any of that stuff. And if y'all do get the book, please, please send me your views. Let me me know what you guys think. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Um, And don't forget to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl or, you know, just to tell a homeboy or friend. Or friend, yeah. You know. um, We're open. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them about the show. Um, And again, thank you as always. We love you guys. We do. 
And I don't know. Thank you for being on this journey with us. This is yes, a, this, this is a this big is, part of your journey, Bianca. It is. It is. And I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah. For witnesses and this. Y'all growing with me. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, bye. bye. <laughs>